Welcome to Shujin Academy VGM Club. I'm Professor Tom, your faculty sponsor. song is the opening demo theme for The King of Fighters 98. In 1990, SNK released the Neo Geo MVS system to arcades. Unlike other arcade boards of the time, the MVS board came with up to six cartridge slots that let arcade owners swap games in and out of the system. This let arcade operators put multiple games in one cabinet and save some space, and they were quite popular in Japan and the United States. You'd often see at least one Neo Geo cabinet in a 90s arcade, typically with two to four slots. The system also caught on in Latin America and South Asia, particularly later in the 90s when bootleggers found it easier to create knockoff versions of authentic games. The Neo Geo AES home console was released shortly after the MVS hit arcades. The home version of the Neo Geo was unique in that it used hardware virtually identical to the MVS system, letting consumers play games at home that were exactly like the arcade games. The Neo Geo home system was also unusual in that it launched with a full-sized joystick instead of a gamepad. The system was also very expensive. It cost a whopping $650, and the games cost over $200 each. In 2022 dollars, the system would cost nearly $1,400, and the games would be over $400 apiece. I remember seeing ads for the Neo Geo and Electronic Gaming Monthly and other gaming magazines of the time, and I'd always marvel at the prices. Because most of the system's releases were focused on the arcade market, the Neo Geo's library tends to be very heavy in shoot-'em-ups and puzzle games. And most importantly, the library includes a ton of fighting games. Fighting games are almost a third of the system's library, and Fatal Fury and Art of Fighting were both fighting games that were huge franchise-spawning hits in the early days of the system. Not only were these two series very popular, but they were both developed in-house by SNK, which led some enterprising people at SNK to ask, what if we made a game where the Fatal Fury characters and the art of fighting characters fought, like, together as teams? And then some other people said, yeah, and what if we threw in some people from our other franchises, like Ikari Warriors? And maybe we could put some original characters in there to grab some new audiences. And that's how King of Fighters 94 was born. It was a massive hit for SNK, and KOF quickly became the premier franchise on the Neo Geo. There was a King of Fighters game released every year for the Neo Geo from 1994 until 2003, and then the series migrated onto newer hardware and releases slowed down a little. Each release added a handful of new characters and dropped a few characters, and the roster expanded to the point where there are now nearly 100 characters who've appeared in at least one KOF game at some point or another. Most fighting games make each player choose a single character and then fight in a best-of-three format, but the KOF series is different. Players choose a team of three characters, and then there are one-on-one -on -one fights until all three characters from one team are eliminated. I'm a huge fan of this series. I own several games, including two MVS cards. I once competed in a KOF tournament cosplaying as one of the characters. King of Fighters 15 is just now coming out, so I'm devoting this entire episode 
to songs from this series. Our first block includes four songs. First up is Kuri Kintan. This song is associated with Terry Bogard from Fatal Fury, and since he's the face of that franchise, his song was used to represent the Fatal Fury team. This particular iteration of the song is Kuri Kintan Gomame Guitar Version from King of Fighters 98, and it was composed by Hideki Asanaka, Yasuo Yamate, and Marimo. Next is Slum Number no. 5 from KOF 94, which is used to represent the American sports team. This team consists of a boxer, an American football player, and a basketball player, and after appearing in the first game, they became a bit of a running joke in the series in that their invitations to the tournament kept getting stolen every year, and they stopped showing up. After that, I'll play Napolitan Blues, which is the song of the Fatal Fury team from the original King of Fighters 94. I'm playing two Fatal Fury team songs because I really like Terry Bogard. Both the KOF 94 songs were composed by Masahiko Hataya. For the penultimate song in this block, I'll play Rhythmic Hallucination, which is the song of the villainous Orochi team from King of Fighters 97. The credited composers are Akihiro Uchida, Hideki Asanaka, and Toshio Shimizu. And finally in this block, I'll play the arranged version of the Psycho Soldier Team theme from KOF 96. You may hear it and wonder what this peppy J-pop song is doing in a fighting game. The answer is that the Psycho Soldier Team is led by Athena Asamiya, who's the protagonist of an 80s platformer called Athena, and another game called Psycho Soldier. Athena is a pop idol Japanese schoolgirl who's also a reincarnation of a goddess with mystical powers. Of the KOF series women, she's definitely my favorite, so her song gets a play. This particular arrangement of the song is credited to the SNK sound team.
While most of the teams in King of Fighters consist of characters from other SNK games, they decided that the protagonist team of the first game should be all original characters. In KOF 94, the protagonists were Team Japan, consisting of hulking judo master Goro Daimon, flamboyant lightning master Binimaru Nakato, and their leader, flame-wielding high school student Kyo Kusanagi. When KOF 95 came along, SNK introduced a villain team. That team consisted of Billy Kane from Fatal Fury, enemy of Terry Bogard, Eiji Kisaragi from Art of Fighting 2, enemy of Ryo Sakazaki, and a new character named Iori Yagami. Iori was intended as a rival for Kyo Kusanagi, although as the series went on, the relationship between the two of them has evolved from antagonism to grudging respect. They're actually on the same team in King of Fighters 11 and King of Fighters 15. Iori is my favorite character in King of Fighters, so much so that I've actually cosplayed him on a few different occasions. I even entered the King of Fighters 13 tournament at the Evolution Fighting Championships one year in costume as Iori. It didn't help me win any games, but it was still really cool. I love his bright red hair and his arrogant toughness. Because of the way that their personalities clash and their rivalry, it's not unusual to see Kyo and Iori paired up as a couple in doujinshi and fanfiction. They really do work out well together in a my-only-love-sprung-from-my-only-hate sort of way. There's actually a vocal track that I'm choosing not to play from one of the multiple arranged KOF albums where I swear Kyo and Iori are singing about how they want to get it on in both meanings of that phrase. I'll link it in the show notes if you want to listen to it. Musically, Kyo's theme is called Isaka, and Yori's theme is Stormy Saxophone. Both songs recur in multiple KOF games, so there were a lot to choose from. To represent Kyo, I'm going to use Isaka from KOF 96. You can't see it when I say it out loud, but Isaka is in all capital letters with a question mark at the end. And to represent Iori, I'm going to use Stormy Saxophone 2, also from KOF 96, and then Cool Jam Stormy Saxophone 3 from KOF 97. I like Iori more, so he gets two songs. The KOF 96 songs are credited to Akihiro Uchida, Hideki Asanaka, and Kazuhiro Nishida, while the KOF 97 song is credited to Akihiro Uchida, Hideki Asanaka, and Toshio Shimizu.
This episode of Shujin Academy VGM Club is brought to you by the Southtown Tourism Commission. Come take a vacation to Southtown, experience the sweeping ocean view from the Japanese pagoda atop Geese Tower, surf in the warm waters of the Sound Beach, learn martial arts with a class at the Kyokugen Ryu Dojo, then have dinner at the Pau Pau Cafe, and finish off your night with a classy drink at Restaurant L'Amour. From a storyline perspective, the KOF games break down into blocks. The games from 1994 to 1997 have an overarching plot, and then King of Fighters 98 serves as something of a best-of game for those years, with no real plot to speak of, but with a huge roster including characters from every year and the ability to choose from special mechanics from either KOF 96 or KOF 97. When King of Fighters 99 was released, SNK did something interesting. They made series hero Kyo Kusanagi a secret character and replaced him with a new protagonist named K-Dash. Like Kyo, K-Dash was a fire-wielding character, but he was angrier and edgier than Kyo. For KOF 2000, K-Dash got a rival in the form of Kula Diamond, who's a teenage girl with ice powers. Behind the scenes, SNK's attempts at a successor to the aging Neo Geo console were dead on arrival, which led to the company going bankrupt in 2001. They eventually re-emerged after some corporate restructuring as SNK Playmore. The KOF name remained marketable, though, so the series continued to get yearly entries in 2001 and 2002, with some interesting shifts in developers. The games from 1999 to 2002 also form a story block, with 99 through 2001 having another overarching plot, and 2002 forming another best-of game for the preceding trilogy. I think the best game to come out of these years is King of Fighters 2002 Ultimate Match, which is a crazy megamix game that includes almost every character in the series from 94 till 2001. You can pick it up on PlayStation 4 or Steam, and it's worth it just to check out all the different characters and playstyles the series includes. For this music block, I'll play KD0084, K-Dash theme, and Ice Place, Kula Diamond theme, from King of Fighters 2000, composed by Hideki Asanaka, Hiroshi Yamazoe, and Yasuo Yamate. After that, you'll hear Shalala, Women Fighters Team theme, from King of Fighters 99, composed by Hideki Asanaka, Toshio Shimizu, and Yasuo Yamate. The last song in this block is Taco's Dance, the Mexico stage theme from King of Fighters 2002, credited to Masahiko Haitaya and Yasuo Yamate.
I have one more block of songs, and I'm going to introduce it by saying a little something about each of the remaining KOF games. King of Fighters 2003 was the last game released in the series for the Neo Geo, and one of the last Neo Geo games released at all. Given where it falls in the Neo Geo's life cycle, you'd expect it to be a backwards-looking game, but instead it tries to be a rebirth for the series. It kicks off a new storyline and introduces yet another new protagonist in Ash Crimson, who's surprisingly effeminate and villainous for a fighting game hero character. KOF 2003 is also the last game in the series to have a year name. After that, the games began using numbers and they came out less frequently. King of Fighters 11 is a lot of fun, and it's worth checking out the PlayStation 2 port. If nothing else, it's neat to see the bonus characters they put in, particularly those from SNK's experimental MMA game Buriki 1. King of Fighters 12 is the Bruno of the series. We don't talk about it. King of Fighters 13 was the last game in the series to use sprites, and it's the game that got me back into the franchise after a few years as a lapsed fan. I'm going to leave a link in the show notes to the EVO 2013 KOF 13 finals between Wu and Reynald because it's one of my favorite fighting game tournament moments ever, plus it'll let you see the beautiful high-definition sprites in action. King of Fighters 14 was the first 3D installment in the franchise. Much like Street Fighter 4, it featured 2D gameplay with 3D graphics. Some people thought that the character models weren't detailed enough when it was released, but I liked them. I thought it looked appealingly like a Dreamcast game, which felt appropriate for a series that stretched back to the 90s. King of Fighters 15 just came out, and I've enjoyed what I've played so far. It's a fun new entry in the series. For our last block, I'll be playing Splendid Evil, which is Ash's theme from KOF 2003. Its composers are Masahiko Hataya, Yasumasa Yamada, and Yasuo Yamate. I'll also play Tiger and Dragon, which is the Art of Fighting Team's theme from KOF 14. And then I'll play Ikari, KOF 14 version, Fateful Battle, which is the dramatic boss battle song for the Ikari Warriors team. Both teams have been represented in every KOF game, and it wouldn't be right to do a KOF retrospective without playing at least one song from each. I really like how the Akari Team song rearranges the original Akari Warriors arcade theme song. The KOF 14 songs are credited to Stephen McNair, Hideki Shavi Asanaka, Zoe, Hori Hori aka Dugia, Naoki Kita, Ryo 88 Hashikawa, Minori Sasaki, and Mayuko Hino.
If you want to reach me, you can email me at shujinacademyvgmclub at gmail.com. You can find me on Twitter at shujinvgmclub and on Instagram at shujinacademyvgmclub. Please leave me a five-star rating on iTunes or Spotify or wherever you're finding this episode. I've got one song left to play us out, and it's The Song of Fighters from KOF The Best Compilation CD. It's not actually a song from any of the games, but it is a great way to hear a bunch of the KOF characters singing together in character. Thanks for listening. I'm Professor Tom, and I'll see you next time on Shujin Academy VGM Club. Ha ha ha!